time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you here. Monday, November 22nd. This podcast is created by Mortgage Professionals. It is for Mortgage Professionals, and we're so grateful to have you as our listener. So when you hear the date, November 22nd, comes to mind. Well, for those of you that have been around for a while or, or studied history in Dallas, JFK was shot in Dallas on this notable day, 1963. And so uh, not one of the better moments for Texas, but it's also one of those dates that stand out. We all remember where we were at. Jack, Alice, do you guys remember when you were at, when you got the news that JFK was shot? Yeah, I actually I... do. I think I was in third grade. Uh, so. <laughs> I was sixth grade, I think. Yeah, Alice, you do? Okay, so we're all giving away our ages. I was three. <laughs> No, I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a notable day, but another tragedy took place over the weekend, folks. Our hearts go out to those in Wisconsin. Unimaginable. Someone driving through a crowd, running over older people, grandmas, babies. I mean, just hearing some of the statistics on that. So our hearts and thoughts and prayers go out to those so deeply impacted in Wisconsin. So much going on in the world, and it's just rips your heart out when you hear these kind of stories. But we've got a heartwarming story this day on uh, November 22nd here in Austin, Texas, with the Look at Unlendy podcast. We've got Dale Larson and Dale Larson Jr. So we got Junior and the third joining us in the Hot Topic segment. They both co-founded and partnering in and in investors in Modex, one of our sponsors. I'm really excited about it because we're talking about data accessibility and how is it enhancing recruiting and the industry transparency especially as we look into 2022 so looking forward to having them on the podcast a lot of great information we were sharing with them i just love these two because it's a father and son team and i love these kind of stories father son team stories really touch my heart family especially as we get close to the holidays so it's timely that we're going to have them on it'll be a great interview in the hot topic segment Plus, they were thrilled to be a part of the Industry Syndicate. Check out all the podcasts on industrysyndicate.com. A shout out to our sponsors, the Mortgage Bankers Association of America. Grateful to have their sponsorship, as well as Finastra's Fusion Mortgage Bot Solution. Great solution in these days. Check out the podcast we did with Karen Jenkins talking about UX, user experience, and CX. What the importance of that is. Check that out in October. Uh, fourth, we did that interview, and uh, a lot more coming out about that. That's getting downloaded a lot, so kind of call your attention to that podcast because others are listening to it and going, what does the number one fintech company in the world think about UX and CX, customer experience, user experience? And so you'll definitely want to plug into that. Also, Lenders One and the Mortgage Collaborative, both of these are co-ops that help you and get up close and personal and get you get to know other lenders or vendors. We're a part of both of these organizations, really pleased to be affiliated with them, as well as the Community Mortgage Lenders of America, as well as Incelerate helps lenders grow more closely to their consumers that they engage with. And so they do a great job of engaging borrowers in a more effective way, developing prospects and into customers and also engaging previous customers. Also, Ken Perry and the group at Knowledge Group do a great job of what they're doing at helping you with learn and train your people. Check out 
knowledgecoop.com. That's C-O-O-P.com. Also, Mobility MMI as well as Modex. We've got Modex on here today, but Mobility, I think the two fit nicely together. They both are complement to each other, both help you in the recruiting. And so we're going to be talking with Dale, Dale and Dale of Modex today. We just really pleased with that we have both of them as sponsors. Also, SnapDocs. Check out Vishal Rana's podcast from September 13th. Newest sponsor, Success Kit, the most effective way to reach your audience is not necessarily through your own words, but through that of the others. There's an old proverb that says, let another man's mouth praise you, not that of your own. It's a principle that I operate on. Find people to talk about you and what you've done for them. You can have a much more effective way. We're using Success Kit both in the podcast as well as our consulting business. They're doing an amazing job of collecting written and video testimonies from our customers and having them tell our stories. Most powerful thing, check out successkit.io. You'll learn more about it. We're going to be talking a lot more about it in the months ahead. Also, Lenders Toolkit. We always call them LTK, but they're known in the industry for being really innovative. Very excited about having them as our newest sponsor. Check out all the sponsors on our sponsorship page. Looking forward to telling you more about both of our new sponsors. So a special thank you goes out to Rob, Les, Alice, Alan, Matt, and Jack, my co-host on this podcast. And we appreciate you being here. Folks, it's time for the Hot Topic segment of the Looking on Lending Podcast. It's November 22nd, and we're excited to have joining us Dale Larson Jr. and Dale Larson III. So Jr. is the older one. Dale Jr. and I are pretty close to the same age. They live up in the Seattle area. I love father-son teams. I love these two and how they work together. You're bringing in a really important solution to the industry called Modex. And we're going to be talking today and discussing about data accessibility. I'm really interested on the industry transparency part, especially as we move into 2020. So Dale and Dale, good to have you here. Appreciate you. Great to be here, David. It's fun to join the show. I've actually, I'll tell you, I've been, this is Dale Jr. I've been taking notes from all your <laughs> other guests. And Dale third looked at me like that. Pay attention. It's about our turn. But I've got a whole page of notes from all your other, right. your other um, guests. So thank you. That's good. That's good. I love the fact that you two work together. And I want to share a little bit about your story. I love father-son team. But I want to just go back and circle back because it's, it's really good. And then kind of give an update how you guys have navigated some of the dynamics that can come with a family business. Talk about that briefly. David, thank you. Really, there's three Dales. There was Dale Sr., Dale Jr., and Dale Third, And, yep. and it was in 2012, shortly before my father passed away. He actually said, hey, Dale, you and that kid of yours should do something. And so it's interesting, David. This is really close to our heart. Of course, Modix is a dynamic product. We have hundreds of clients. We've got growing. But uh, at the core of it, it's really driven by this desire to work together in a a family environment. And so I had a background of 25 years in the mortgage banking space, old school, very much face-to-face, belly-to-belly, hand-to-hand, that kind of business model. And it was Dale 3, David, that said to me one day, hey, Dad, has anybody really brought a deep level of transparency to what you do? I mean, everything from production to types of loans to offerings that companies might have. And it was kind of a moment, one of those uh, watershed moments where he looked at me and said, hey, you could be out of business someday, Dad, if somebody were really to digitize everything you do. And you and I have talked about this as well. I, I still believe at the core of it, there's such a human factor 
yes, to the mortgage sir. banking space. We decided to focus not on the consumer side of the business, but really on the business-to-business gap. And that was essentially bringing clarity and transparency to data around loan officers, around companies, and essentially building programs to help with that matchmaking. And to this day, Dale and his team of developers and their market development team, uh, they've run way beyond me, but it's still the core of it. It's finding good data and matching people up. So yeah, it's a family business. It's, It's terribly exciting. And then, and then, David, in terms of dynamics between me and my dad, this is Dale Free. I, I'm CEO of this business. My dad is chairman of the board, and I run the business day-to-day in terms of product development, right. clients, all that. And then he, he's an incredible sounding board. And so when it comes to, to legal matters, to board matters, he's a great guide for me because he's been hiring people for, for a long time for me to say, hey, dad, what do you think about this characteristic in this salesperson or when things related to the board? So, yeah, we have a, we have a very – strong dynamic between the two of us. That's so good. I was looking for keys to the success. I was just going to say, David, it's one of the things I so appreciate about you and your show is how you personalize and and are not afraid to talk about really just the human component. Truly for us, I mean, Modix is a dynamic company. There's lots of people now working for it. There are hundreds of clients. The products that are being developed are really unique. What's, what's in the queue is very exciting. But at the core of it, David, I hope your listeners respond well to this. At the core of it, the idea that I get to collaborate with my son. I got to, You and I joked about this. I turned 60 this last month, and I'm telling you, nothing oh, yeah. matters more to me than these moments with my family and my kids. And, I mean, again, Modex has got investors and venture capital looking at all these exciting things, but at the core of it, we get to work together. I know that sounds sappy, but it really matters that's, to me. No, man. it does. It really it matters. It really does. I think that's so important. We could go a whole program into that because there's a lot of fathers and sons, quite frankly, do a lot better if they had their dads involved because there's something about that experience. And uh, But it, let's get into the one of the things that really caught my attention. We were talking last week in preparation for this. You talked about how data and recruiting can benefit the consumer. Talk about that. At the end of the day, I mean, we're, we're creating less friction in the industry by providing employers, loan officers that fit their, their company's culture and their company's operations better. And then the other way around. For a loan officer, we're, we're helping fit them into companies that are going to be closer aligned with them as people and how they run their business. And so since we're helping that and since we're creating less friction, we're finding that consumers are having better experiences with loan officers. They are actually having faster close because loan officers and operational staff are, are in a position where they're less rough with each other. That's not exactly a great way to describe it. But when the company can hire loan officers and they have a good retention of those loan officers, you have just a better structure, a better operation. And so if you're hiring loan officers using no data and you don't know exactly what type of loan officer you're hiring and you're losing loan officers a couple times a year, I mean, that can impact operational staff, that can impact those clients. They may not return to you or to that loan officer that you had or maybe lost. And so by creating better loan officer employer fits, we're actually making the process easier on the consumer and in some cases cheaper because there is such a heavy monetary burden to hire a loan officer and then potentially lose a loan officer. We're trying to reduce that and then it trickles down to the consumer. 
Yeah, and one of the things Modex does that's interesting, we measure everything, we track everything, and one of the things we're building some models around is just to track the efficiency and, and cost savings when there's a better match from an employment standpoint. And it's the, the cultural fits really matter. And, and we're seeing that if you can lower the cost down of recruiting, if you can lower the cost of a retention, the reality that trickles down to the consumer. Yeah, measure twice, cut once, hiring, that's such a good deal. <laughs> Alice, my dear friend, your thoughts? Questions? Yes. I, well, I'm curious about the data that you're using. So beyond the units and the volume, is there more with MLS, consumer, and other databases? Yes, there is. Yes. So we aggregate data from dozens of sources, private, public, um, and then we also really focus on what we call derivative analytics internally here. But yeah, in terms of MLS data, we work on looking at what is the relationship between loan officers and real estate agents. I mean, some companies want to hire loan officers that have strong referral partnerships with, with real estate agents. Other companies want to hire loan officers at a more consumer direct base where referral partnerships or real estate agent relationships aren't as important. We also can then understand what types of properties are loan officers capable of financing. Beyond that too, it's also important to understand who are the consumers behind these loan officers and these transactions. We're using multiple data sets to not only understand, hey, let's look for loan officers in Seattle, Washington that did $12 million in the last 12 months. We might also say, hey, let's look for loan officers that have an inclination for referral partnerships or have experience servicing certain communities in our area. Yeah, you know, Alice, it's a great question. Dale said we have dozens of sources. We have some wonderful partnerships with industry leaders for accessing data and are, are grateful for the mass amount of data available there. We're also able to aggregate large amounts of consumer data and real estate data. It's early stages, but for Modex, the idea, I mean, we're working with computational mathematicians to actually be able to maybe predict or see patterns. The data is a little unnerving how much is out there, but we find it fascinating when we start thinking about various products that would meet a need within the industry. The amount of data sorting through it and doing it in a way, slicing and dicing, is probably where the secret sauce is. How is data accessibility enhancing recruiting industry transparency? I love the word transparency. Alan and I talk about it all the time. Talk about that, please. Dale, three again here. I'm going to talk about something that we're very excited about. Traditionally, when people talk about these sorts of data, they talk about it from the perspective of a recruiter looking at a loan officer, right? And so a recruiter says, hey, I'm looking for loan officers within a certain geography, or hey, I have a job application now, and I now have a loan officer that I'm interested in talking to. I want to look at their production. And that's important. That continues to be important. And that's what we've generally served here at Modex. Now, what about if we flip it the other way around from a loan officer's perspective? Loan officers out there looking for jobs, they get offers from maybe three or four branches, but they maybe get similar offerings. They want to know more about that branch. You know, mm -hmm. what about if I could tell that loan officer now, this branch has hired or lost this many loan officers in the last quarter or year or last month? Besides that, I could also say, hey, the average loan officer that gets hired by this branch within six months sees a 10% increase in their production for new hires. So, we're not now just saying, hey, let's make the industry yeah. transparent for recruiters. Let's now make the industry transparent for loan officers. And again, we're trying to continue along the path of building an excellent employer loan officer fit. And again, it's not a one-way street. It's not a, hey, the recruiter is excited about the loan officer. We want it to be the other way around, too, where the loan officer says, hey, I'm excited about working for this company because of XYZ reason. Yeah, it's alignment. It's really an alignment issue. It's helping them connect. I, I get that. I like that. Jack, over to you, my friend. 
Okay. First of all, Dale Jr., I'm glad you were taking notes earlier in the podcast. I actually wrote down one thing, Dale, and that is Alice writes down a lot of things. Really, guys, I went out to your website, took a look at it. One thing that really struck me as, as being extremely beneficial, you inject a certain amount of reliability to the data. And I'm quoting your website, the internal quality assurance and quality control process, take the data a step further, right? And so can you talk a little bit about the benefit to a podcast listener that has accurate and reliable data to assess the right fit loan officer for their organization? Yeah, that's an outstanding question. The data has always been available. It's out there. In over a 30-year career, I've purchased data, I've acquired data. There's a couple things about it, and it's back to that. I mean, it's hard for me prior to being able to use a, a, a tool like Modex to really validate that the information was accurate and to compare it against other data sources. We also will have, uh, for instance, uh, actual users. For instance, perhaps loan officers will also validate their data compared to the public data we have. And so it, there's an assurance and from a hiring standpoint. The idea of being able to make sure that what is being represented is very significant to me. The other thing that we find fascinating is that when you talk about millions and millions and millions of bits of data, and, and if you're thinking about getting that on an Excel spreadsheet, it's really difficult to wade through it and actually mm -hmm. capture. I'll give you an example. I hope this helps. We've also had dialogue with a computational biologist, which is what? fascinating. And why are you talking to a computational biologist? Well, what's interesting here is that when you're actually looking at things related to the DNA and cell structure, the data is there, but unless you have programs to actually extract it and put it into a meaningful fashion, you may miss something. Modix is doing that with millions of bits of data around all sorts of data. So I think part of it isn't just the validation of the data, it's how the data is actually presented. I hope that answers true. your question. Well, yeah, Dale, and, and it really kind of answers the next question. I mean, I've heard you talk a couple times about the scary, immense amount of data that's out there, and that's a great thing, but I've watched people, I've watched the processes, I've watched organizations suffer from data paralysis. So, I mean, it looks like Modex has a very fast, user-friendly ability to enable a client to drill quickly to the data set that they need to make the right decision. I think that's an accurate representation. In fact, you know, can we record you? That was perfect. I love that. <laughs> I want to say something that's, that ties into this, though. The industry at large, somebody said to me, it was actually an investor, a venture capitalist, actually said, well, this is very disruptive to the industry. And everybody talks about disruption. Here's the thing. We say this internally. We don't want to be disruptive for disruptive sake. What we want to do is we want the information to enhance th this matchmaking process. Because here's what we're finding. The hundreds of clients we have today are some of the best in the industry. And the accessibility and clarity of data really causes the best to rise to the surface or also creates an incentive for others to actually improve their offering. So when we also come full circle, we see the industry, those that are really leading the way, stepping up and willing to say, absolutely, let's have data available and let's make it visibly apparent. That's great.
Early point. That's good. I really want to get to one of the things we're seeing more and more. We're hearing a lot of artificial intelligence. We're hearing machine learning, predictive analytics. And from your perspective, from what your business does, I'd like to have you explain what this means for mortgage banking and specifically recruiting. That's a great question. Predictive analytics, machine learning is when machines, computer software, are, are mm-hmm. trying to make guesses on a certain data set at a certain level of confidence. Okay. And so essentially one of the things that we've been working on and that we've been hiring for is understanding when, I know it's going to sound absolutely crazy to you and all of your listeners, but this is something that we have been working on, trying to predict when a loan officer is going to change jobs before they even say it. And so by looking at all of the variables that we have available to us, right, real estate data, licensing data, loan officer production data, consumer data, tying that all together to then say, hey, we have a confidence score of 80% or whatever that this loan officer may switch jobs within the next three months, six months, et cetera. These sorts of models already exist. I mean, they already exist in the space of consumers. There are scoring algorithms out there to guess when a consumer is going to buy a new house or move right. to a new rental property. We're applying similar models to our data sets to say, hey, how do we anticipate this company is going to perform in the future since they've been hiring loan officers or losing loan officers, wherever they've been getting licensed, et cetera, and then all the way down to the loan officer. Hey, there's functionality in Modex where loan officers can come claim their profiles and indicate they want to talk about job opportunities. And that's a very definitive action where a loan officer says, hey, I'm putting my stake in the ground saying I want to talk about new job opportunities. Now, there are lots of loan officers that also have not claimed their profile yet, and so we want to look at all of the data that we have available on them and say, hey, who's going to switch jobs? And that's a two-pronged thing, too. It's where, hey, let's look at which loan officers are going to probably going to be switching jobs soon. But secondly, from a company retention standpoint, I mean, imagine if we could tell a company, hey, you need to look at this loan officer, these branches or this territory, because Modex has an indication that you might be losing loan officers in this area soon. You think about it, Jack. If you could have that kind of prediction, and look at who might be moving, especially if you're looking at recruiting and look at the competition across the road, especially that that is so significant. Amazing. I love it. I joke about it. I say the, the future is scary. I mean that in an exciting way across many facets of the world. But it, it is a little even me running this business. It is a little <laughs> odd saying I'm going to be able to predict when someone's going to switch a job. It's exciting, though. Well, the, the Quick predictability is in the data, and that's what you guys specialize in. Mm-hmm. Getting some questions in from listeners real quickly I want to share with you. Talked about the biologist. Go back and talk about that a little bit. What was behind that a little bit more? That's a great question, David. I appreciate the clarity. So for clarity, we have not actually engaged or hired a computational biologist to work for us. I'm talking about a PhD in computational biology. Can you imagine a human genome? Think about the amount of data there. And they build models to predict outcomes for medications or for treatments or for new drug trials. But there are massive amounts of data points related to a loan officer, to a company, to a consumer. How about the buying patterns of a potential homeowner? How about the buying patterns of a loan officer? And then could you actually apply some of the same modeling that is used in biology to predict certain aspects of the idea Dale spoke of machine learning and the idea of predict outcomes by looking at large amounts of data. We just thought, why would we stay in a lane of only looking at things that are mortgage-related? Why wouldn't we look outside of the mortgage-related industry and say, okay, are there other 
mathematical models that could be deployed and benefit the data transparency in the mortgage industry. It's us being very creative, David. I want to just put a really quick note on top of that, maybe I'm almost summarizing it. And I'm sure if you have any callers in right now who have backgrounds in machine learning, I'm probably going to get an email from them. But machine learning is machine learning. Now, that's a general statement, but the pharmaceutical industry has been using machine learning to predict pharmaceutical trials for decades at this mm-hmm. point. And they are using massive amounts of data and they're using it for health purposes. And so they have to be very careful about it. So now the mortgage industry, Modex, recruiting, et cetera, we're now just starting to dip our toes into the, the machine learning pool. And so we're now going to the folks that have been doing it for ages, the pharmaceutical industry with tons of data for health reasons. And we're now saying, hey, you guys have done this really well here and you're good at it. Now let's apply the same machine learning, not the exact same models, but similar to now the mortgage industry. Very interesting. Boy, this could just open up a whole new world of how we look at our businesses and who we're doing. It's getting the right people on the bus and getting the right people off the bus, going back to that book, Good to Great by Collins. I think it's just such an important tool. You have a great product. You're doing a great job with the industry. And I love the innovative approach. Data is data, but it's what you do with it and the tools you use to sort through it all. And I think that's what you guys, that's a bit of your secret sauce. In addition to the father and son team, we have run out of time. So how can people get a hold of you? You can visit us. Very exciting since our last update on this podcast. We now own modex.com. Really easy for people to remember. So you can visit us at our old domain, modexconnect.com, or now you can visit us at modex.com. If you're interested in learning more about our product, I would suggest reaching out to support at modex.com, um, and we'll get back to you real quick with uh, a demo or trial or tell you a little bit more about what we're doing and who we are. Yeah, I encourage you to do so, listeners. Be sure to check them out. They do a great job. Have so many of our clients that have, we've turned on to Modex. Thank you so much. I'm just so grateful to have you as our listeners. We're grateful for you. It's Thanksgiving week. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving holiday. So grateful for all of our sponsors, Finastra, CMLA, Lenders One, Accelerate, Mobility, MMI, Modex, who we've heard from today, uh, the MBA, Knowledge Cube, Mortgage Collaborative, Snap, Docs, as well as Success Kit now, and Lenders Toolkit. We're going to be having next week on Brent Embler with Lenders Toolkit talking about some of the latest, greatest things. This is one of those companies that snuck by me. When Brent moved over to the company from Velma, and he just all excited about it, and now I know why. We're going to hear all about it next week. Special thank you also goes out to Jack, my co-host, as well as Alice, Alan, Matt, and all of you who make this podcast. Thanks for Les Parker dialing in. You wrote that down, Alice. Got that written down. We know exactly what interest rates going to be doing. Crazy year next year. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Look forward to having you back here next week. And share this podcast with others. Appreciate it. Blessings. You've been listening to Lickin on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.